Go, boys. Ah, welcome back to the betting lounge. It's cold in the betting lounge. Some could say it's colder than winter itself. I'm your host, Tyler Fletch, joined by a table of degenerates and Jay and Eric. Jeremy is not with us tonight. We move forward anyway. Hopefully, we'll get to hear from Billy tonight. As it was the holiday season last week, so she was unavailable. But boys, how are we doing? Doing all right, Tyler. Doing all right, Eric. Just pushing through, man. Just steaming through, riding on the good bets and forgetting the bad ones. Sounds <laughs> sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Eric actually, uh, Eric's the only one that's not that cold. Um, the fucker. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah. Tell I I now. I apologize. We normally don't do this. We don't talk about bets that we hit if we didn't post them. You'll have to take our word for it, but Bear Eric did hit for a big one. But we do feel bad because we didn't post it. And the reason we didn't post it is because I'm in charge of posting, and I was three sheets to the wind on Sunday night and totally forgot. <laughs> Man, I, I feel bad. I mean, here's the thing. When well, I hold on, hold on, away, hold on. Tell them what you hit oh, for. Tell them what you hit for. Like how much money I made off of it or yeah, just the yeah. odds that were on it. You can do whatever, whatever you feel. I mean, we always post it. He hit for like uh, $141 off 10 and the parlay yeah. was a six legger and it was the Dallas mm-hmm. game. It was a four leg parlay plus yeah. 1400 odds. Um, I completely understand why some of you guys didn't want to jump on it because it did look a bit crazy. But I had already lost two bets the day before, and I figured, you know what? Fuck it. This looks spicy. I like it. I'm probably going to lose another $10, but let's, you know, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, normally we don't like to talk about it, but I brought it up because I didn't want to make it seem like we were all cold. But as a podcast and as a whole, we fucking suck. No, in general, come on, guys. We gave some horrible. I mean, the ones we did bet, we did not hit. I mean, yes, we won some mortal locks here and there. Also, we have not been keeping track of that. We need to do a better job of that next year. We're definitely going to keep a running total of their set in stones for. I always say mortal locks and fuck that up. Our set in stones for the playoffs. But um, you know what? There's only a few weeks left. We did do a soccer episode. I know it's a lot of work, though. We need more people on this team. Uh, we won't be doing one this week. Maybe we will. I don't know. I haven't talked this through. I don't want to bore you with a production meeting at this time. Let's move right into it, boys. And I fucking love this game. I love the first game. Um, Let's talk about it real quick. Las Vegas Raiders plus seven at the Indianapolis Colts minus seven. The total for the game is 44 and a half. Um, let's start. 
I'm just going to bring it up. It was sad. Uh, it was a heartbreaker during the week. Um, John Madden passed away. And if you know anything about football, watch football. Even if you don't, if you watch commercials, Ace Hardware, Tough Actin, Ten Actin, boom, zap. That was John Madden. Uh, the video games, everything, man. I absolutely love John Madden. And uh, sorry to see him go. Uh, you know, not trying to get too soppy on this podcast, but, uh, he was just, he was honestly, it it sucks that he's gone. He, he was like, I mean, the dude drew penises on the teleprompter. Let's just put it that way. He brought great joy to everyone's life. So sorry to see him gone. Colorful commentator that you could ever have in NFL, man. I mean, how could you not put it that way? Like he was just the most lovable, fun, entertaining guy. And he knew how to make it simple, right? Like, keep it simple, stupid. He knew all the X's and O's, but just the way he said, spoke to the common man where it was like, he hit the hole and boom, he gets right in there. Like, that's all we needed. You know what I mean? It wasn't over the top. It wasn't crazy. Yeah. And it was funny. And he would, he dude, he would rag on people. He worked for every single network. I mean, he was he's a legend. That's that's the only way there is to it. And hopefully they find a way to you know, I think they need to find a way to redeem him and put him in the game. It, there has to be some kind of award or something named after him. You know, Tyler, let's not forget uh he was also in the third greatest football movie of all time, The Little Giants. Mm-hmm. Little he Giants. Was. He was, he was. Like, in the that. Little Giants, man. He was in the Little Giants. <laughs> Wait, was that not the Was that not the movie with like the the little football team, the the kids, and like yeah. the nerdy kid? He comes up with the play that he called like the uh, annex of Puerto Rico or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. So let's get into the game. Um, it, it, it this is kind of fucked up, but we said this before, man. This is what happens on this podcast, and it, it has happened in the Raiders. Uh, unfortunately, when Henry Ruggs had his accident and actually took a life of someone, uh, it was very unfortunate. But we told you the Giants were going to beat him. The Giants did beat him. So guess what? This one's for you, Coach. I am going to start this off. I'm taking the Raiders money line. This is a moral win. This is a John Madden win. This is a game the Colts should win, which means they'll lose. I'm riding on the Raiders. I know, I know, I know, Jay. I know you're saying no. But no, I'm, no, no, no. I was, I was gonna go the other way. I actually think uh, isn't Sam Ellinger starting for the Colts? No, they redid. They redid uh, protocol for the the Colts. Ah, yeah. So ah. they, yeah, yeah. So now, if you're unvaxed, it was ten days, right? You had to sit out, but now. Even for unvaxxed and vaccinated players, it's only five days. Imagine that. Closer to play, playoff push. It's like fucking bullshit, NFL. They Make are, up your damn they mind. They changed it from 10 days to five days? Yeah, so he's going to play. Wentz is going to play. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, then what's the point in getting these notifications? It's like, oh, so-and-so has gone on the COVID yeah. list. Because they, like, okay, well, yeah. they literally changed it. Like, later, like a day later, the NFL changed it. No, no. You know what, Tyler? E- even so... Even so, I'm with you. You know, emotions are high. Emotions are high. This has to get done. I'm going with the Raiders. And plus seven is not bad at all, man. No, I'm keeping close. Jay, I'm not going plus seven. I'm going going a money line plus 245. Plus 245 for the coach. For John Madden. I'm going to take plus seven. I mean... 
I know. I'm not going to take the training wheels off. Not yet. Oh, no. Not, yet. Yeah, not even for coach? All right. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Tough acting to acting. I mean, I'm not going to put the whole bankroll on it, but we'll, we'll sprinkle something on it. 20. Do a 20. Does, That's like two units yeah. for us. 20. I'll throw some gas money on it. Remember when I it, remember when I said the Giants were going to win and everyone mocked me and they won? I mean, this is the upset, right? Always do the opposite of what you think the Colts are going to do. Guinness, right. Yeah, no. I mean, that, 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 that's the point to take away right there because remember, like, the Colts always scare me. I don't like betting on them. Because they're, fl- they're wishy-washy as hell. And this they is are. A ga- they're fucking a yo-yo team. This is a game they should win, which means they'll lose. I I mean think about it. Remember when they played the Patriots and we all we went we did a squad ride and it was on our only squad ride loss of the year. I mean it, it's yeah, what yeah. they do. It's and then Jay even doubted him again last week against the Arizona Cardinals. Jay's high on the Cardinals. No disrespect to you, Jay, but it's what they do. It's the flip and the flop. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're hard to predict. Um, but I like what you're saying because that's kind of what has been proven to to be true for us, you know. When you think they're going to do something, go the other way. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I was high on the Cardinals, but uh, that's another story, right, for, for a later game. Well, but the, actually that brings up a good point, though. If they beat the Cardinals last week, then it's time for a team like the Raiders to fucking smack their ass this week, right? Yeah, and also T- Tyler brought up in the chat that Wentz won't be ruled out uh, – his status is up in the air until Saturday, but I guarantee that fucker is going to play. Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah, dude. The way they're doing it with everything, it's just ridiculous. Also, I wish Jeremy was here because, I mean, we'll we'll bring Billy on for it and see what she thinks too. But um, there's some uh, there's some bones to pick with the old Cowboys. Not not on a personal level, but like it kind of speaks to the uh, the cowboy pride a little bit. Not not okay, about the okay. team, about the fan base. I think they're a good team this year, but yeah, yeah, we look we look all right. We'll talk about we the best, that. You can, we the best against the spread in the NFL. Look all right. Did you watch last week's game? Are we the best Holy against the spread? Fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if we want to do this right now, we're not. We're no, gonna no, wait. No, 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 we're no, gonna no, no, wait. No, no. Let's, let's follow the order. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm order, saying is, bad, good teams do that to bad teams. That's what's yeah. expected. So that means they're a good team. But like that—that that was coming. I mean, we all felt it. Like I didn't think it'd be that big of a blowout, but that's what good teams do. And cow- the, the Cowboys are a good team. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Oh, is it is it me already? <laughs> know yeah. your team. Know your team, motherfucker. Yeah, you. Um, New York Giants as Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears are favored by minus five and a half. The total is thirty-seven and a half, and this is actually going to lead into the Cowboy talk uh, that that's going to get started here soon. Um. I let, let me talk about the game real quick. Uh, I thought with Nick Foles starting on Sunday, I thought it was an easy six and a half points. I underestimated how bad Seattle is. 
Uh, this week, I think Bears cover five and a half easy. Our defense is rolling. It's a Mike Glennon revenge game. Remember, the Bears did play with Mike Glennon. Half that defense knows his tendencies and knows who he is. So with that being said, I, I take Bay, know your team. I'm going Bears minus five and a half. I mean, that's just... That's just what it is. Um, the under the the thirty seven. Yeah, I'd stay away from the total. Uh, that's just me. But uh, honestly, I think even, it doesn't matter who the Bears' quarterback is. I think our defense is good enough to turn uh, the ball over. Also, um, if you want to do a little uh, uh, parlay, same game parlay. I think this is the the game the 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 special teams or the defense scores. I like that actually. I like that. I do think that there's a special teams or a defensive touchdown in this game, and um, I you know I always defer to you when it comes to the Bears, uh, but I was leaning that way already, so I'm glad that you said it. I don't think much of I don't think much of the of the Giants, and I think that the Bears at home, I think they can get this one done, man. I really do. And minus five and a half doesn't seem like something that's you know too astronomical. I would take it. And I'm not trying to get too sad on this podcast, but here we go again. Uh, Jeff Dickerson did pass away earlier this week. Um, He was a writer for Chicago, worked for ESPN. His wife died a a couple years ago from cancer. Now he has died from cancer and leaves behind their 11-year-old son. So the Bears are going to be playing with heavy hearts. There is a GoFundMe if anyone wants to contribute to that page. There is a GoFundMe for the Dickerson family. His son's name is Parker. I don't know the exact. It's something Parker, Fun Parker, but uh, I'm sure you can find it if you just Google it. So that, too, the Bears are going to be playing with heavy hearts. Well, Eric, do you want to chime in after I just fucking killed the podcast? No, I mean, uh, honestly, I was kind of surprised that you were leaning towards the Bears to cover five and a half, but after the explanation... Oh, and the dude, the I mean, giant. It's not just well, that. It's like, like here. Let me let me just put it this way. I I feel for you. Yes, the Bears are not a top notch team. They're they're they they need a lot of goddamn work. The Giants need more they're shit. They're shit. Okay, here's here's why this feeds into the like. This is why if you're a Bears fan, check out the podcast Thirty Four to Glory that I do with my father where we talk all about the Bears. And yes, that is a plug for our podcast because of this. You cannot even bet on Robert Quinn to be Defensive Player of the Year. And that's horseshit. Horseshit. Yeah, Micah Parsons, he's good. I'm not knocking Micah Parsons. But all this talk about Micah Parsons and not one person. It's TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett. Guess who's second? Guess who is behind TJ Watt by half a sack? Oh, that's right. Robert Quinn with 17 sacks on the year. No one's talking about him, and you can't even bet for him. He is second. Second. It's an utter disgrace. Yeah, Um, it's called East Coast, West Coast biased. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That is the reason. I can't think of any reason other than that. It just seems like... um, like they don't see the appeal in it. Like maybe they don't think it's a sexy pick or something, something that people are going to gravitate towards too. But like you have to admit, like the fucking Chicago market is huge, man. Like, I mean, people would, people would love to see Robert Quinn win. But um, he's he's one. He's a half. So seventeen and a half is a is is a single season 
holder by um, Richard Dent. So Richard Dent holds that, and he had that in since 1985. <clears throat> yeah. So come on, guys. I mean, yeah. How is he not even an option to bet? That that's my biggest fucking thing. Like, how is he not even an option? He might not win. I don't care. But to not even make him an option is not only a disgrace for for, for publicity, is a disgrace on your website, FanDuel. I'll call you out. That's bullshit. Like he Man, should honestly, be on there. I think I think half the time it's just the, they're spinning on their thumbs trying to figure out what to put out there and whatnot. I okay, mean, but who's... Seen who, this, okay, who, we've seen this on multiple sports, though, you know? No, not like this. Like, how is Jalen Ramsey on there? How is J.C. J. Jackson? I don't even know who that is. Darius Leonard is on there. Matt Judon is on there. How? Look, how the fuck is he not on there? Here's the thing, man. It's a sports book. They're in the business of making money. Not making us money, so no. But yes, but that's what I'm saying, though, Eric. You're right. You're dead right. It, they're about making money. So why isn't the second leading leader in the NFL in sacks not on there? Because guess what? He's probably not going to win, and people are going to bet on we, it. It's fucking we, stupid we, by the sports book. We've had this conversation multiple times. It, not like, like this. I've no. I've said this before. Like. Doesn't mean you can't put it out there. Put it out there and just put the odds so fucking astronomical that you'd have to be insane to bet on it. But if you want to bet on it, let people bet on it and then take their money. But I know, but that's what then that's what I'm saying. It's bullshit. He's not even fucking on there. It's bullshit. All right, Don't that disagree. was that was my rant. I mean, I'm I'm fucking done. And, but. As a podcast, and I'm not just trying to put you guys on the spot, but it's bullshit, right? It's not just me overreacting because I'm a Bears fan. No, I've I've experienced it with multiple bets where there's shit that I want to bet on, and it's like, why in the fuck is this not even an option? You know what? I hope he fucking... What if he gets... I was talking to Tyler Scott, and he he's a regular on this program, and he, and he even said, well, what if he goes out and gets six sacks? <clears throat> then where does that put him? Because now he's broken the all-time season record. Is he even on the list now? I mean, come on. He wins then. What if he wins and there wasn't even a chance to bet on him? Go fuck yourself, FanDuel. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but not sorry. If you want to sponsor this podcast, I will not... Have you checked other sports books? Yeah, he's not on there. Yeah, you know what? It's not just FanDuel. Fuck you, sports books. Jay, am I overreacting here? No, you're not. You're not. But I don't think it. I don't think it comes down to the sports books, man. I really don't. Even though, um, because but, they're just they're just following what they what they see coming, right? But but and, yeah, um, but the, I think that the the problem, the problem is with the with the culture in football, right? I think that that's the problem. It's the culture in football, and it comes back to like the same argument that we have with the MVP award, right? There's just these ridiculous biases that are unfair, right? And uh, they don't take into account like the things that people do, right? They don't take into account like the statistical achievements of people as much as they should, and then they do take it account into account when it's convenient for them for their argument. So I think that that's a problem that you're seeing, like that is just perpetuated through sports in the NFL in in particular. I think that there's like this um this uh, really heavy yoke of. Uh, I mean, uh, of bias and just uh, okay. And I, I don't, I don't think the players care about this as much as um as you would want them to, right? Because 
they know it's a load of bullshit. Okay, and I I completely understand that, but you're a sports book and you're involved in making money. And if he's the second leader in NFL sacks and for him to not even be up there is stupid. I get where you're coming from, Jay, and I completely agree with your points on the NFL, but if I'm a sports book and I'm running and my job is to make motherfucking money, then I'm putting his ass on the fucking list. I don't care if he doesn't win. Good if he doesn't win. Let's, I'll put it at plus a thousand, and he's number two. But what happens when people fucking go irate if he does perhaps win? If he does have a breakout game, let's say he gets five sacks in a game. Let's say he gets two. Let's say he gets three. Where does this go if the others don't follow? What if he's leading? Then you're an idiot. Then you're sitting there with your thumb up your ass going, Oh, gee golly, Willikers, we sure did fuck up. Yeah, you fucking did. Yeah, well, but you know what? At the same time, as long as the sports books are making their money and no other sports book, you know, like every sports book made that same mistake, then it's like, okay, well, we're safe because we didn't lose out against them. No, so. you're still losing money. You're still losing money. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I'm just being losing, honest. Yeah, they're still losing money, but, like, what's the fallout? Like, yes, you made a dumb decision as a sports book, but... I mean, you know, it's never going to be perfect. Yeah, no, it's like but it's, it, I, I've never. But my point is, and I know we're getting stuck on this, but my point no, we is, really are. well, because my point is, he's second. He's fucking second. He's a half sack down from the NFL favorite. It makes no fucking sense. Here's the logic Dude, to this, but no, half listen. The shit on the sports books never fucking makes sense. But they no, they, but this, but sense. no, I'm gonna fight this one to the end because this doesn't make any fucking sense, right? Because, dude, it's like offensive player of the year. It's like if you took Cooper Cup away and just don't have the favorite as uh, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, you'd be sitting there going, "Where the fuck's Cooper Cup? He's not even on the list." I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but so Tyler, I think it ultimately comes down to them knowing something that you don't know, you know. Um, but what? But like that's what I'm saying, Jay. He's not gonna win, right? Right, right. So, so, so put him I mean, in there to make fucking money. Then what's the point? I think we can all agree it's done by the sports book. Okay, I see what you're saying. Then make money. Yeah. Like if you know he's not gonna win, make money. You're telling me no one in Chicago's like, gonna him in there as bait. Exactly. You, you're telling me no one in Chicago's gonna bet that line. I'm going to bet it off a fucking principle and just because I'm fucking irate right now. Let's move on. Yeah, we can tell. I understand. It's all right, man. We got a lot more games to go, boys. A ton. Yeah, we got to start flying through some after I just blew my load. Let's clean that up. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at New York Jets. New York Jets are a plus 13. Total for the game is 45. Boys, I could give two fucks less in this game. I'm not really going to bet it, but if I had to, I'm taking Bucks minus 13. Yeah, same. I don't see a lot to yeah. it. I'm definitely not going to watch it. <laughs> well, right? No. And I'd have to double check, but um, I think <clears throat> the Jets' starting quarterback is out. He's on the COVID list this weekend. So Zach, I think if... If if what I saw was correct, then yeah, the Bucks minus thirteen. But that's a fucking no brainer. Eric, I'm 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 not trying to like call you out or anything, but does it really matter who the starting quarterback is for the Jets? <laughs> not really. No, 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 I mean, no. not really. Not but I mean, he's the only one that's been playing as their starting quarterback. Most <laughs> I like of the I season, like how so. you don't even say good. You're like playing. 
<laughs> like just a blanket <laughs> statement. He's been playing as their starter the most. All right, let's get on to it. Atlanta Falcons at Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills are a minus 14 and a half favorite at home. The total for the game is 44. Gentlemen, who do we like in this one? And are we betting it? I like the Buffalo Bills minus 14 and a half. I know it's a big gap. Do you I know really? it's a big gap. But you know what, though? Um, I, I do also like the over, but I think maybe I would tease it down a few points and then uh, put it in a parlay. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. But that's just, I mean, I that, like that's, that that's where I always take this. That's where I always take it. I would tease it down a few points and maybe take the Buffalo Bills, um, you know, minus, uh, minus nine and a half or some shit like that. And then, uh, and then work with that, baby. I do like teasing down the over because I can, I can easily see that happening. Whether or not the Bills are going to cover 14 and a half, that's questionable. The Falcons, they suck, but... The Bills haven't been the Bills this year, so yeah. yeah. Tyler, Flesh, what are your thoughts on that? I absolutely like Atlanta plus fourteen and a half. I think this is. Uh, uh, I lean towards betting this. I think Buffalo might win. I think it's going to be close, and I'm only basing this off of what we have seen from Buffalo in the past: big games followed by letdown games. And this is a definite letdown game. They're coming off a huge win against New England at home. I mean, in New England. This is, this is to me, this is a, this is a pivotal point for the Buffalo Bills to me, right? This is going to say, are they a playoff team or are they not, right? Because this is a game where it's a non-conference, non-divisional game, correct? AFC yeah. versus NFC. What it comes down to is, are you going to get up for this game? And it's going to be a pivotal point. If Buffalo, on paper and on logic, should blow them out. Are they up for the game? I don't know. I lean towards Atlanta plus 14 and a half. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Philadelphia yeah. Eagles at the Washington football team. The football team is plus three and a half favorites. The total for the game is 45. Boys, I'm not betting this game. Uh, I have no interest in it. Do you? No, no. I'm going to stay away. Even though I do like um, Philadelphia, I'm still going to stay away. Agreed. I was going to say, on the surface, I wouldn't give two shits, but for some reason, part of me really likes Washington at plus three and a half. Am I fucking nuts for that? No, I mean, they just got their ass kicked and they're playing another divisional game. I don't think you're crazy at all for that. I don't. I mean, uh, just, just for clarity, I don't know if I'd put money on that game, but if I do decide to, I might just want to go with Washington at plus three and a half. I don't know why. It's just calling me. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Why not? Um, sorry, I'm doing I'm doing a little bit of research for an upcoming segment. I do Oof. apologize. Let's this move on. This one's tough, though. This one's tough. This next one? Yeah. Let's move on. Kansas City Chiefs at a surprisingly good Cincinnati Bengals this year. Bengals are plus five and a half. They are home dog. The total for the game is 51 I don't think it's as hard as people are making it out. I really like the Chiefs. They're clicking at all the right time. 
And I just feel like eventually the Bengals are going to bungle. Do we like the over, though, at 51? Uh, I do not, because let me tell you why. That Chiefs defense is just... <laughs> they have just jumped, man. I, 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 I would touch the under, but then that would make for a boring game to watch. I could be wrong. My favorite here is minus five and a half. Well, how much resting do you think the Chiefs are going to do? Not much. They're still playing for that one uh, seed. They do not have that one <laughs> seed locked up yet. And they could potentially, you know, knock the Bengals out of playoff contention. Um, I, uh, mm, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you there, Flesh. Like, I wasn't thinking about it until Jay said it. And then as soon as Jay said it, I'm like, that over does look tasty. You know, mm-hmm. it really does. I think they put points on the board, man. I, I yeah, man, because like the okay, yeah, the Chiefs' defense they're 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 looking they're looking better towards you know this part of the season. But come on, man, those two teams, I can I can easily see them just like taking turns scoring touchdowns all game. I don't know. I think that that's a rat line. I, I like the under. I think so. Um, do, do, do. Sorry. Moving on, moving on, moving on. All right. Let's get to the next game. New England, Jacksonville Jaguars and New England Patriots. This line is alarming. It is minus 16 and a half. The total for the game is 41 and a half. Boys, I could care less. Um, I'm not going to bet this game, but I lean New England, even though it's huge. Minus 16 and a half. Yeah. Fuck this game. Jay. Yeah, yeah, Patriots nah. gonna win. I'm not nah. fucking with minus sixteen and a half. It's too much, man. I don't like it. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Miami Dolphins this is a big one. Miami Dolphins. Rewind. Miami Dolphins at Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is a home favorite at minus three and a half. The total is thirty nine and a half. Listen, this one's close. Uh- Tyler, I'm not. I'm not saying that Miami Dolphins are that the Miami Dolphins are going to continue their run of of good luck. You know they've been winning lately. Uh, I'm not saying that that's going to continue, but I do like plus three and a half. I think this is so right. Game. And I don't know. I'm just. I just. I want to keep riding the wave. I, I really I'm with do. You there, Jay. I'm with I really you on do. that, man. That's what I was. I saw Jalen. Yeah, Eric. I saw Jalen Waddle do the waddle after he scored a touchdown. I love that. Come I love on, the waddle, man. <laughs> I can't you not get behind that. Get behind that. Get after it. Plus three and a half, minus one fifteen. I like it. That's all there is to it. I like it also. I do too. I really do. I gotta let the dog out. You guys can. Do you want me to go to the next game or continue? Oh, I mean. I think, I think Jay and I are in agreement there. Plus three and a yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's look at the Rams. All right. I'll let you guys right. go to the next game. I'll give the lines real quick and then you can <laughs> take it away. We have the Los Angeles Rams flying all the way across country to Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are plus five and a half. The total for the game is 46 and a half. Take it away. Eric. Jay. Now, I know, right? Looking at this. Minus four and a half for the Rams doesn't seem like a lot to me. Every time that someone says someone says like, "Hey, we're flying across the country for this game," that gets a little in my head right now. When when Tyler said it, it, it got a little in my head. It gets to me a little bit. But 
I, I say like, take that with a grain of salt, man. Yeah, but I feel like the, these uh, these Ravens are kind of ragtag right now, man. I, I don't know that they have um, that that they have it all working together, really. Not to beat the Rams. I think the Rams are rolling all right. They're doing okay. They're looking better. And minus four and a half doesn't seem like a lot. Like if you ask yourself, can they win by a touchdown? How do you feel about that? I mean, honestly, man, I. Or were you leaning? Were you leaning the other way? Were you thinking Baltimore? No, 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 no. Yeah, I, no. I was kind of thinking like I think the Ravens have been doing really solid this year, but I think they're kind of coming to the end of that that gravy train, you know? Yeah. And, and the Rams aren't losing steam yet. No, four and no. a half to your point though. Like four and a half is like that that's not much, man. Like that's I'm what, saying two field goals or, or like even a touchdown and a missed extra point. I mean Yeah. That I mean I that's what I think. And Stafford had a bad game last week. I don't think he repeats it again. I don't. This one's a little odd, ain't it? Yeah. I kind of think it's too good to be true, and I kind of lean towards the Ravens. You think so? But 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 why though? Justify that to me. Like, explain why you would pick the Ravens because I don't see it. Like, uh, it it just seems like like this hodgepodge that it's kind of works sometimes and and kind of doesn't. Honestly, it's just because it's cross country, and it's just too good to be true. That's it. Hey, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these fucking goddamn pop-ups. Okay, yeah, that's the only reason, man. I don't know. I, I still... I'm with Jay on this one. I, I, I still like the Rams at minus four and a half. All right, let's move on then. Um, What do we got here next? Denver Broncos at Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are a minus six and a half favorite. The total is 46 and a half. I don't even want to touch this game. Is it not that simple just to say Chargers at minus six and a half? I mean, the Chargers lost to the Texans, man. Fair enough. Bridgewater's out. Yeah. I think think maybe even their second string might be out. I, I don't know. I can't remember, but. I mean, when you lose to the Texans, forty-one to twenty-nine, I, I, I like. I mean, if I have to bet this game, I'm taking Denver plus six and a half. You can't it lose. Is, you can't lose to Dallas like that, or Houston like that. Excuse me. Was it? Is it Drew Locke at the quarterback position? I have no idea. I'm not. Like I said, I'm not betting that game. Yeah, I'm gonna pass altogether. I don't really have any interest in the game. I don't feel like anything bump, jumps out at me. I'm really more so looking at the next one. Houston Texans at San Francisco 49ers. Niners are a minus 12 and a half favorite. The total is 44. Jay. Oof. Could the Texans be turning the corner? You know, plus 12 and a half seems like a lot to me. I like what the Texans did last week. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans plus 12 and a half. 49ers have been up and down and, you know... They've let me down. They've let me down. You know, I've lost a few boxes of ZD on the Niners, and and I think I'm done with them. We're breaking up. 
That's it. <laughs> I don't think I want to touch this game. I think Houston, baby, Houston. Uh, man, again, I, I think the Texans could probably pull off plus two, uh, plus twelve and a half. But as far as putting money on it, uh, no, that ain't going to be the game that I pick this weekend. All right, I am leaning San Francisco 49ers. I think they can cover this easy. I think uh, if you have fantasy, this is a good time for Kittle. Kittle's going to have a big game. I would look at Kittle over and Kittle for a touchdown. He might because he didn't have one last week. Because I he had a horrible game last week. I mean, do anything. I I understand that Jimmy Garoppolo, his finger is hurting, and also we might see more of. of Lance, but uh, I still like San Francisco to cover that line. I mean, Houston's Houston boys, right? That's kind of what I'm feeling. All right. It's time for Know Your Team. Unfortunately, Billy will not be able to make it today, so that is fine. We will move on without her. It's Arizona Cardinals at Dallas Cowboys. Jay, you are the only Cowboy fan, so I'll let you take it after this. Cowboys minus six. The total for the game is 51 and a half. I mean, we keep rolling, right? We keep rolling. Listen, I've been on the cards for a while and I'm telling you how good the cards are. And then towards the end of the year, they, you know, they've, they've let me down. The Cardinals have let me down in a, in a terrible way. But um, looking at this, Dallas is at home. I think that we keep rolling. I think we easily cover six. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to to seeing, to seeing Parsons run down Kyler Murray. I, I, I think it's going to happen. I think Murray's going to run around looking scared, and, it, and it's going to be a show. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, under- I don't understand how this line is not minus seven and a half. Right? Yeah. Right? I, mean, yes. I love it at six. I don't understand why. I'm not going to move it up. I'm not going to move it down. But I am going to take it at minus 105 at minus 6. The way they have it at minus uh, 105 kind of leads me to believe that it might move to minus 7. So I would kind of jump in now. No, I I love that line exactly where it's at. I mean, come on, man. Cowboys at minus 6. Yeah, the Cardinals are good, but yeah. to, to Jay's point, though, their defense, the, the Cowboys' defense is really coming together. They've been good anyway. Now yeah. they're really coming together, and I think you have a very valid point that they're going to be putting a shit ton of pressure on Kyler Murray, and he's going to be scrambling a lot, and he's not going to know his ass from a hole in the ground. Yeah, I agree. So let's move on then. Uh, Carolina Panthers, Eric, this is no, your team. Carolina Panthers at New Orleans Saints. Panthers or Saints are minus six and a half at home. Total for the game is thirty-eight. Yeah. So is this not just easy? Is this not just easy money? I mean, I'm going to kill my fucking cat if he keeps his fucking attitude up. Um, but come on, Panthers. We're garbage. We're garbage. We've been looking like garbage all year. The Saints, not so great either, but at plus six and a half, I just think that's easy money. I really do. I don't. Really? 
Please explain. Saints are I'd fucking... love to know why you think that. Saints are garbage, dude. Just so are the Panthers. I like Panthers in it. I like Panthers at six and a half. I don't I don't like Saints as I, I'm not taking Saints at six and a half. I take Saints minus two and a half. I'm not taking Saints at minus six that's and the, a half. That's that's what I'm saying. Panthers at plus six and a half. Oh, I thought sorry, I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying something else. No, 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 no. I'm saying Wait, did Panthers we say Panthers plus, plus six, six and, and a half? half? It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be like a dumpster fire on top of, you know, a shit show of a garbage can that, like, yeah, it's shit team against shit team. Saints will probably win. I don't think they're going to win by seven, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Panthers, baby. Panthers. I'm riding with the Panthers today. All right. Detroit Lions plus seven against the Seattle Seahawks at Seattle. The total is 42 and a half. Gentlemen, I actually like Detroit here. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks for saying that because I was going to say that I like Detroit too, and it just sounds weird saying it. It just sounds weird saying I, I, it. I know. So unfamiliar. These are words that like people outside of Detroit don't utter, right? So when it comes out of your mouth, it just feels strange. <laughs> it's you know? serious. It really does. You're spot on there, Jay. Yeah. I like Detroit plus seven. Seattle sucks. Seattle blows. <sighs> yeah. I mean... Without logic, it does make sense. It sounds weird to say it like that, but Lions at plus seven against the Seahawks. I don't know. I'm not going to put money on that game, but that does make sense. All right, let's move on then. Minnesota Vikings at Green Bay Packers. Green Bay minus seven. Total is 46. As a Cowboys fan, you need Minnesota to win this game. I actually like Minnesota a lot at plus seven Cowboys or Cowboys. Green Bay has been playing every single game close. Minnesota plays them hard. Minnesota needs us to even stay alive. But more importantly, we all know when you're a rival team, you love to knock down your um, your rival. So I think Minnesota is going to absolutely do that when it comes to Green Bay. They're going to bust their ass. Whether they win or not, I don't know. But the way Green Bay's been playing close games, I absolutely love Minnesota at plus seven. Didn't Minnesota, I mean, didn't Green Bay have a really close one with um, a ragtag uh, Ravens team too? If I recall. Say that again. I think Green Bay had a really close game with a ragtag Ravens team. Yeah, they did. I mean, they, they, barely beat, they barely beat the Browns last week and the Browns threw four interceptions. Yeah. That doesn't look good for that doesn't look good for Green Bay, honestly. Um, man, you know what uh, the Vikings have done me wrong. Well, specifically um, their quarterback, but uh, also uh, just real quick, Tyler Scott chimed in. Uh, Detroit is good against the ATS. They are against the spread. They are ten and five this season. Really? Yeah, that is pretty good. I like that. I wonder what the Vikings look like at the spread. Uh, am I the only one that's really liking the over on this game? Yes. Why, you think so? why not? It's I, a 46 and a half. Green Bay, I mean, I don't know, man. Green Bay just has not been too good. No, you know I what? Like I'm going to stay out of this one. I'm staying out of this one. 
You know, I like put, Minnesota. Put, I like Minnesota. I, but that's, I, I, yeah, I'm kind of out on the total, too. I, I love Minnesota at plus seven. Yeah, but the, the, the Packers offense, they're, they're going to put up a fight comparable to the Vikings. They're like, they, I'm not saying they're going to win, but offensively they're going to they're gonna try to match it up. So, I don't know. I guess that's why I'm liking the over because it's only 46 and, a, 46 and a half. That's not too much to cover. Honestly, though, I look at the time on this, and this is Sunday at 8.21 p.m. By that time, a few bourbons in, I'm going to take the Vikings at that. Like, at 8.21 p.m., I'm already a few bourbons in. I'm taking the Vikings <laughs> plus seven. Like, I'm just I'm looking into the crystal ball right now. At that, like, 8.21, I'm saying, fuck it, let's take the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? Why not? Um, yeah. Why? Oh, my. I'm trying to copy and paste the link for you guys, but it's not working. So that's all right. Um, what do we think of the next one? Uh, this is a dumpster fire, man. No shit, right? I don't, I don't like either team. Tyler. I don't even know. Oh, I don't even know okay, if I'd say it's a okay. Fire. Let me let me let me spread. let me read the lines. Cleveland Browns minus three and a half. To Pittsburgh Steelers plus three and a half. The total for the game is forty-one and a half. That's a low over. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Like, none of this makes sense. I don't understand the spread. I don't understand the total points. I know it's going to be close because they both suck, though, Eric. Yeah, well, the Browns, well, the Browns, the Browns aren't doing well. But Jesus Christ, the Steelers fucking suck. Yeah. So I can understand why the total is like 41. No, you know what? Why are the Browns at minus three and a half though? Like why 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 that spread? I'll tell what you what. Browns, what makes the Browns favorable at all? I'll tell you what, man. Guys, the Steelers. Guys, uh, guys. Anything, guys. I fucking love the Steelers at plus three and a half. It is the official, the most. It's the unofficial official. According to Ben Roethlisberger, he's not going to ever say 100% chance, but this is it. This is his last home game. And every time the Steelers are underdogs, they seem to pull it off. They could actually straight up win this game. I love them at plus three and a half. I think it's close. I know the game is going to be close, boys. I know it's going to be an unattractive game to watch. And the Steelers this year have kind of been a team that – I mean, sometimes they surprise you, but largely they've just been a letdown, right? Do they have one of one of those last surprises, or, or just one more surprise like in the bag? Maybe they do. Like looking at the way that Baker Mayfield has played and like how he's throwing picks like crazy, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a game that they decide to show up for. You feel me? So that being said, what is it on the on the money line? Plus one fifty for the listeners. I don't know that I'm going to take it. I don't know that I'm going to take it. But for the listeners out there, plus 150, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. I think I want to put my eggs in another basket, and it's going to have a big star on it, personally. But <laughs> this, this, it looks okay. Um, But you're, you're going to check the score the next day because, I mean, I wouldn't recommend that you watch this. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm gonna have to ride with Jay on that. Like, I don't, I don't think this is a game that I'm gonna put money on. If I did, if I did, 
I would yeah. probably probably either take the Steelers on the money line. Again, I don't know why. For some reason, I really like that over. I think these two teams can easily cover it at 41. This is not my go-to. It's not my golden goose for the weekend. But if I were to put money on that game, that's probably what I'd be looking at is the Steelers on the money line and, and possibly even the over on total points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sounds good. Um, let's talk about, yeah, a little sprinkle. Uh, let's talk about some futures, shall we, before we wrap this yes. show up? Can we can we do a little EPL sprinkle? Go ahead, <laughs> Jay. Say it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we talked about this. Uh, no, let's do it after the futures. After the futures. <clears throat> okay, so futures, uh, let's talk. We need to bring this up. This has to be addressed. Joe Burrow versus Deck Prescott. Prescott is minus 600. Burrow is plus 500. I don't know why. Um, Have you guys looked at the stats at all for this year? It is unbelievably close. I do not think this is a runaway at all. I think that Dak gets more hyped up through the media. But, man, these numbers... Holy shit, these numbers. Do we all have the numbers brought up? Season awards? I'm trying to pull it up right now. All right, I'm just going to go I'm just going to go th- through the numbers real quick. Completions, Dak has 365 completions. Burrow has 336 completions. But Dak has 531 attempts and Burrow only has 481. Here's where it gets interesting. Percentage of completion. Dak is at uh, 686.7. Joe Burrow's at 69.9. Yards. Joe Burrow has more yards with fewer completions. Burrow has 4,165. Dak has 3,928. Yards per attempt. Dak averages 7.4. Burrow has 8.7. TDs. Dak has 29. Burrow has 30. Interceptions. Dak has fewer with 10. Burrow only has 14, though. When it comes down to being sacked, though, the, the Cowboys offensive line is doing a lot better as Dak's only been sacked 28 times. Burrow's been sacked a whopping 47 times. Yeah. So so that's a lot closer they, yeah, than the odds would indicate. I mean, guys, that's when it so comes I'm, to touchdowns, Burrow's right there, guys. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Dag yeah. is at minus 600 odds. Burrow is at plus 500 odds. You are absolutely pointing out the value for Burrow at plus 500. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if the yeah, stats yeah. are that fucking close, I mean, they're they're and the odds are way off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's not a runaway for comeback well, player guys, of the it, year. It comes back to the same thing that we say, though. Like, what what's sexier? Like every and it it feels weird describing it as sexy, but everyone saw Dak Prescott's leg just get absolutely shattered. Right? This is Dallas versus Cincinnati. 
This is a story that was highly publicized last year. It was all over TV because it was such a gruesome injury. And the fact that he's come back in the fashion that he's come back, which is pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. Yes. It's just, it's just a bigger story. There's more eyes on it. And um, I don't think it's fair. I, I, you know, I think Burrow's doing really well. But um, it, it comes down to that, right? Like, uh, same thing with 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 MVP, same thing with the Defensive Player of the Year. Like, Okay, but, well, Jay, with that said, though, what is the sportsbook basing this off of? What What makes them decide who's going to be the comeback player of the year? It's, it, I mean, it's a lot of stats driven. It's not in the sports books. It's the the media votes on yeah. it and and stuff. But let let's not forget, guys. No. Let's not forget. Also, another factor that helps Joe Burrow out. Burrow gets injured. Bengals are four and eleven last year. Okay. Joe's healthy. They're nine and six, and they're number one in the division. Does that play a factor in all this? I mean, what I don't know. What, what what did the Cowboys finish last year without Dak? Um, I'd have to look. I really want to know now because I mean, if you're going to throw that stat out there, I don't know. I'm going to Google it right now. Well, you someone want to stall for me? <laughs> I'm looking. I got it. They uh, were what was that? They, they were six and ten. Dude, sometimes I get I get lost in the sports book. I get lost. I know. And I was trying to help. Like the, some... the Cowboys were six and ten last year. Okay, and now their standing is they're eleven and four. So what? Like, okay, if you got to you got standings gotta, like that, like yeah, you got who has a, who has a weaker division? Yeah. It shouldn't matter. Yeah, it should. It that, no, that matters. That's a big thing, man. It does matter. But you, you're, you're, you're basing it off of that, and it's like, okay, well, you know. I think there's a lot of value at plus 500 for Joe Burrow to win comeback player of the game year. I said, no, I'm not arguing that. There, there definitely is value there. Like, with the stats being where they are, plus 500, that's – that is uh, that is sexy, as Jay put it. Um, um, Burrow also has two rushing touchdowns. Dax one. I don't know if that matters. I'm just throwing this look, out there. Here's, you know what, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it's something that you do want to bet on, it's absolutely worthwhile to just you know put a few boxes CDs on the on on Burrow at plus five hundred. Okay. You lose yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. Say, Eric. Yeah, because those odds are good no matter what, right? So, yeah, if it happens, it happens, and if and if it doesn't, I mean, you would have stood to win a lot. So I understand why uh, why you would make uh, that gamble, right? Excuse me. Whoa, forgot my mic was on. Holy shit! Drinking beer. Woo! All right, let's let's move on. Uh, Coach of the year. We actually got <laughs> fucked on this. I put a hundred dollars on Bill Belichick. It's looking like Bill is not going to end up with it. Um, again, though, Matt LaFleur, I don't understand why he's plus 150. Not a good head coach, riding on the coattails of Aaron Rodgers. Frank Reich, yeah. don't understand that one either. 
I still personally love, I think it should be between Bill Belichick and Zach Taylor. Again, we just said it. Zach Taylor takes a team from four to 11 to nine and six. They're cooking, but unfortunately, I feel like he's going to drop off this week. I feel like they lose to Kansas City. Bill's going to definitely beat Jacksonville. That's going to move him up. I'm praying to God for my future bet that the Vikings upset the Packers. I feel like a fucking moron because I thought that Matt LaFleur was an offensive coach, not a head coach. He's a piece of shit. What? Excuse me? Come again? (laughs) Uh, as far as we already talked about NFL defensive player of the year, uh, regular season MVP. It's a fucking joke every year. It's a quarterback's position. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is now the favorite. Uh, let me, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, we judge a lot on quarterbacks wins and losses. How do you lose 38 to three in your opener and you're still on the MVP ballot? I mean, if that happens now in the season, See, this is what I don't like. If that would have happened now in the season, they'd be like, oh, God, there's no way he can win. But because it happened early, it doesn't matter anymore. It's null and void. Go fuck yourself. That was a goose egg. Yeah. That was a pathetic performance. Mm. 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 Matt LaFleur plus 150. I don't like it, man. Yeah, I think I that, I, look, I don't like him either, but those are the odds he's no, a but I, I don't like it, period. I don't think it hits. Am I am I jumping on the Cowboys train? Because for some reason I like Trayvon Diggs at plus seven fifty defensive player. That's stupid. Eric, we were talking like about coaching. Where where did you just go? You yeah. jumped a defensive player. You said defensive player. No, I said we already talked about defensive player. Well, you still said it, so that's where my brain went. Uh, let, okay, let's, I mean, let's go there. Defensive player, I think it's going to go to TJ Watt, but who the fuck knows? Micah uh, Parsons is it. right on his heels. I don't really care about this one. I mean, I don't think Micah Parsons is going to win it just because the NFL likes to do this thing where Micah will win rookie of the year, defensive rookie, but he won't win that. So, yeah. Uh, also, I really feel like there's some value on Jamar Chase. I know I'm high on the Bengals, but they got to win somewhere, I feel like. I don't feel like Mac Jones has done enough to win NFL NF Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think it has to go to Jamar Chase with his big plays. I don't understand. Jamar Chase is plus 300. Mac Jones is minus 350. But Mac Jones literally only threw the ball three times in a game this year. Yeah, so I've been seeing a lot of that with uh, with the Patriots. It does feel like they really try to manage him. But Jamar Chase is an absolute playmaker. And then that that chemistry that they have, that bond that they have, well, that he has with his quarterback, I mean, you can see it. Uh, I was skeptical going into the uh, going into the season about, like, how he's going to perform. But uh, he's proven me wrong. Uh, although, although, I mean, I think Jalen Waddle is a crazy dark horse at plus 2,500, man. I mean, Waddle has, like, produced week in and week out. Plus 2,500. I'm just gonna say, like, that's disrespect. That is disrespect. Jason Waddle right has had too. a great year, a great year, man. Plus twenty five hundred just seems like, I mean, fuck. Are you are you fucking kidding me? Like, did you watch this guy play? Do I wouldn't understand maybe... seeing him at like plus five hundred. I wouldn't understand that. Well, Jay, do you think maybe like? Again, like Mac Jones being at minus three fifty, do you think again that's just that that fucking Patriots train that everyone's riding on that 
Like, it's, oh, it's, well, it's the biases. It's, it's the favoritism that we talk about. Yeah, right, it's for the, the new starting yeah. quarterback for the Patriots. So you're like, oh, he's he's going to be great. Like we should give him attention. No, no, I like I like Jamar Chase. I really do. But Jalen Waddle is, I mean, he's pretty fucking spectacular in, in his own right, man. Yeah, I would I, I, I would agree with pretty much everything there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see Devontae Smith. I, you know, he's whatever. Najee Harris has been whatever too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, offensive player of the year. That's just, again, it's between Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. I have no idea. I'm staying away from that. Flip a coin. Earlier, I said uh, Jonathan Taylor. I'm just going to stick to it because I said what I said. I said that like two or three episodes ago. I'm sticking with Jonathan Taylor. Sounds good. All right, boys, let's do some set in stones. Final words, and on the way out, Jay, you can do the sprinkle. Let's do it. All right, boys, we all have uh, we all have them, right? We all have our locks. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Oh, shit. Jay, I, I, go I ahead. I don't. Jay's going to have to go before me. All right, my set in stone. Are we ready? Yep. All right. This one is easy for me. I really like Dallas minus six, but this is a time-sensitive issue. If you don't get on it right now, I think that line is going to move. Get on it right now. Dallas minus six. All right. I'll go next. I absolutely love this one. This one's for the coach. This one is a momentum. This one is the Raiders money line at plus 245. Set that in stone. Eric. God, you know. <clears throat> I hate it when this happens. It happens a lot, but it, usually when it does, it, it's a good thing because it means it's a uh, it's it's a solid fucking pick. I fucking love the Cowboys at minus six at home against the Cardinals. I love the Cardinals. I like Kyler Kyler Murray, but damn it, man, the car uh, the Cowboys are gonna fucking do it, man. They're gonna fucking do it. Rolling like Jay said. You better jump in, jump in on it quick while they're minus six because that line's going to fucking change. You know it will. All right, let's get some final words. Jay, you go first, and then we'll loop around for you on the way out. Oh, don't be afraid to put a little sprinkle on it. <laughs> Eric. Um, I'm celebrating my 21st birthday for the 22nd time today. <laughs> 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 Do the math. All right. Remember, the Bears. Just remember them. I don't know. We're not good this year. Just, just keep them in your hearts. All right, Jay, take us out with that sprinkle, baby. All right, let's do it. EPL this week on Saturday, early morning game. All right. Arsenal plus 500 versus Man City. Arsenal is rolling. I don't care what y'all say. Arsenal's rolling. I think that they're a stumbling block for Manchester City. I like it. Or I would do, or even if even if I was scared, I would do Arsenal double chance, but plus 500. I also like Crystal Palace at home versus West Ham. West Ham has been stumbling. Crystal Palace is plus 210. I love it, man. I love yeah. it. All right, remember, you can't bitch if you don't bet. <laughs>